0: Transmitting to you from Old Hearts Radio. That's that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Bowie didn't announce it, so I'm going to do it for him. God damn it,
1: Bowie. Uh, We're on episode 83. This bug-eyed doggo doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) Those big, beautiful bug-eyes. How do you know that Jared has adjusted his mic sensitivity this week? You can hear every noise coming from Bowie's mouth.
0: (laughs) 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 oh bowie oh my gosh yeah so we got bowie in studio we got the matinee edition boys right 83? here three yep jared and lucas sitting down for 83 uh well another glorious episode another here glorious day oh man uh, the last week i mean it's been uh, has it been all right to you it's been it's been fine mm-hmm. fucking crazy
1: yeah as i told you yeah uh, no, no one wants to run to the vet no dude emergency vet visits are so
0: scary man it's so
1: scary and it's a terrible place to be it's uh you know because it's, it's I think
0: it's it's one of those like I feel like when I have issues myself I'm like whatever at least I can like try and figure it out you know I can try and control this situation a little yeah. bit with an animal you just like you don't know anything about their them You're really completely You're just, like, you just know basics about their like what what they all might you can need do is room them. to the
1: vet. Yeah. give them around six hundred dollars and, and just, then they're like this might be what's wrong with them
0: yeah exactly
1: so and then you're over here breaking your tooth
0: oh yeah man i think i think i got cursed with uh this last week's under further review playlist <laughs> jeremiah <laughs> the, the the guest playlist creator he made a playlist called tooth cracker <laughs> and i oh yeah fucking gonna... subsequently cracked open my tooth on a granola bar this week
1: (laughs) i want to uh i want to shout this out uh to any listeners of man edition that don't listen to under further review oh yeah i am about halfway through this episode it's very funny it's always it's always fun hearing people banter about music
0: it's it's a ridiculously good time sitting down sitting down just talking shit uh, about other people's music sometimes if you're
1: curious if you listen to the podcast you want to check out any of the music uh, go ahead and follow Old Heart on Instagram. You can check out the stories, and Jared's been doing an awesome job throwing up the playlists. Oh, yeah, that's right, man.
0: Although don't don't try and get on there today necessarily, because Facebook and Instagram seem to be down. They're completely down. They're completely down. They've been down all morning. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love. I've been seeing how saying, our world can be destroyed at a whim. Immediate <laughs> memes started popping up and whatnot, and it was like all about people who are flocking from Facebook and Instagram onto Twitter today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Your thoughts? None. All right. Bowie <laughs> Fuck social media. Bowie doesn't use social media,
1: <laughs> obviously.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you know, yeah, that, that tooth cracker thing was a uh, fucking bane, and, and I'm glad I'm glad to you know get that playlist and my tooth out so, of the way. This <laughs> is uh, for the
1: next episode. Episode. Who's next on, uh, on a further review?
0: Uh, so the next guest playlist will be. Hopefully you, my friend, you sent me that playlist in. I did.
1: I made some edits since.
0: Which is good. I mean, that's, that's always fine to like, I think it's uh, like Jeremiah, when he was, when he was talking about his, he said that he made his like four weeks ago Yeah. and has just been like editing it and shipping away at it. And like, you know, which I think is kind of a an interesting move. Hilariously,
1: I was, uh, I was listening to, um, I was listening to the podcast mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh fuck! They're gonna hate this whole one. <laughs> There's more variety in this. I mean, that's always kind of the danger, dude. Like, I, that's why I was
0: kicking my own ass about losing. Uh, you know, chalk it up to a lost episode. I yeah. lost my playlist episode.
1: Which I was gonna say before I'm on, you got to go again. Well, we're we're
0: also gonna do like a guilty pleasures one, and so which we'll is get, incredible. We'll get a little glimpse of like some of some of my guilty pleasure music, you but know, I'll get another round eventually. You know,
1: I'll throw this pitch in. Y'all have to do like a theme rotation where everybody gives like the music that like they listen to as teenagers. Oh yeah, uh,
0: I think I I think you'll get a taste of that with the guilty pleasures one oh, because yeah. because just not to spoil anything for upcoming episodes, but this is you a know, teaser. I'll just I'll just tease you with one of mine and one of the others. Uh, so I have on my guilty pleasures playlist, uh, Nelly Furtado's "I'm Like a Bird." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and. Uh, my buddy and Dusty Dusty the, oh, another host on that sh- on Under Further Review he has on his playlist uh Vanessa Carlton's 1000 Miles. Oh god. So, you know, just a little teaser of what some of those might be. <laughs> oh no
1: that's fucking incredible okay it's good it's good
0: it's it's good it's like it's a it music is a weird way of exposing yourself you know just like entertainment stuff in general it's like when you get out there and you start putting your taste out there you know it's uh it's an interesting and like you hope people receive it well but you're also like i don't know fuck it it's my
1: taste i guess it kind of helps solidify what you're doing what you're you're tastes a little bit but according to the script we're supposed to throw in another call call to action make sure you follow us on instagram for more updates about when (laughs) episodes are coming out and if you want to listen to the playlist from under further review
0: yep get it recommend us to a friend yes if you know somebody that listens to music or watches (laughs) things online or on streaming services Tell them to listen to old heart radio. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. But <laughs> let's actually, we'll give you some content uh, instead of just shameless plugs, okay? There we go. <laughs> so, matinee uh, edition. We're here. We're talking about what we've been fucking inter- entertained by this last week or so
1: and what's coming up. But as always, we have to start with my game <laughs> Oh, we oh, got no. it right on the first try. It's a fuck yes, man. <laughs> Should we just see what this other button is for good?
0: hey <laughs> the ga- the gavel of shame there it is.
1: <laughs> we got it right the first time uh, yeah what do you got for your gaming minutes this, this is two? a short one um, Halo Infinite had Ooh. their multiplayer beta this week 8 mm-hmm. weeks before launch and they were just sort of doing like random flights every once in a while it was clo- it was, okay. they did a closed beta I want to say like a month ago and then as of the past couple weeks they've been doing like like f- few hour stints so okay. they can then like look back really see how the servers were faring make very quick adjustments to the gameplay sandbox nice and holy shit man yeah. halo is a blast <laughs> like, dude yeah. i do i'm not really blowing any mind saying that but when it comes to first person shooters mm. like i talk about destiny all the time destiny is not a physics-based game like halo is yeah okay. it's very like precision gunplay based call of duty is the yeah. same way you're trying to aim for the head but like battlefield and halo are physics-based where like a warthog blows up next to you yeah you'll get sent flying yeah yeah and it's and you can get like your warthog can like roll over a rock and you can just cling on to that fucking gatling gun for dear life yeah it's and, it's
0: yeah i always miss that fucking halo gameplay yeah
1: it's it's completely unique among shooters i was like why has this style sort of gone away the arena shooter has not really stuck around as much as i think people think it has
0: yeah i mean i always assumed that that was like i feel like i i guess i just sort of assumed that all games kind of branched off of halo because halo was so successful in yeah. what they did when they launched that i i just assumed that that became like the standard yeah but you're right there, there are like a lot of differences in like in just arena gameplay in general yeah. and halo i always thought nailed it
1: yeah exactly i mean like it's one of those things where Essentially it's like is it you versus the player or where like a lot of games, COD falls into that. It's mostly mm. you versus the player. The yeah. environment isn't very dynamic. Fair. But then in Halo and Battlefield, like I said, is another good example. It's you versus the player and the environment. Mm. Like uh as an example, or you can even use the environment in Halo Infinite's multiplayer. There is now a grappling hook oh, as a pickup item. Oh shit! I'll show you some awesome. clips of this. It's fucking sick. That's you good. can look at any wall of a of like a multiplayer arena, grapple to it and launch yourself and like pull yourself up to like to higher platforms. Oh man! Throw yourself around the map. You can grapple onto like a banshee flying above you and hijack <laughs> it. That's fucking legit. It's sick and it's like that's it's cool. stuff like that and that was messing around with it and I am just like oh this is gonna be great and yeah. it's free to play sucks <sighs> that you have a PlayStation it
0: does it does it's like literally I've said it before on this podcast but I the I like almost exclusively want an Xbox hey, just so I can play Halo
1: multiplayer Halo is I think they said that they're gonna be adding in multiplayer come for the campaign come the new year okay and you'll have to come to my place we can do Dude, a little co-op campaign get down
0: yeah man I mean Halo was just like I fucking it It was, like, the thing to do for a while back in the day. Like, it was, like, as soon as it dropped, it became, like, every fucking... Land parties. Yeah, every time you got together with your friends, it was, like, hooking up as many Xboxes and screens as you can. (laughs) Those clunky
1: controllers. Yeah,
0: dude, and just, like, trying to, like, play as big of a fucking game of Halo as you can, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm genuinely excited for the direction they're going with with this game. I mean, Halo 5, I don't know if you paid much attention to Halo 5. It was sort of a fuck-up. I kind of like, heard <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't very good. They were sort of playing off in like 2015 mid 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 teens. There was this weird movement towards like momentum based shooters huh. where everybody was using like fucking like jetpacks and like oh, yeah, yeah. wall running yeah. in first person and just in theory it was very cool. In like a vacuum, if mm. you're playing the campaign, it was sort of fun to be able to like jump yeah. in the air as a Spartan and then ground pound or like shoulder charge people. Yeah, but in like pvp practice it was just like difficult to balance and like the people that were really good at it were unkillable and the people that were bad at it were just sitting ducks
0: yeah so it just creates this huge riff in, yeah players and, and stuff i think like that.
1: what's so interesting is you have to and i think Halo infinite just in my short play time i feel like it's nailed sort of that balance where if you know where like the grapple hook spawns on the map you mm-hmm. can make a run for it and other people will know where that is, and it creates an, an, a choke point. Yeah. Where you're just battling over like a strong item. Yeah. And that is engaging because you actually have to earn that like crazy mobility tool. Yep. And then once you get it, it rewards skill with it. If you don't know how to play with it, you're sort of fucked. Yeah. But and it's like it's <laughs> it's, it's it it rewards skill and knowledge while being approachable. And I, I think that that's a good, it's a good style. And it's really cool that they're making the multiplayer separate from the campaign. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a completely different downloadable item. Oh, that, that is be, actually really cool. Yeah. It's going to be free, nice. which is even better. Nice. And they're, they are adding in monetization, but strictly cosmetic. Yeah. It's like, you can sort of like choose like a level up track for like five bucks. And yeah. as you level that up, you get, uh, you get love, you get like gear and stuff. That's. I mean, I don't mind that though. I don't care. You know, it gives you the
0: option. You can. You it's can either. It's not like buying a gun that's better than everyone else's. Exactly. So you know, it's it. Yeah. It still doesn't. It doesn't really create like a huge difference in like what players' yeah. capabilities can be. Exactly. You know? Uh. So that's that's. I mean, yeah. That's cool. I'm I'm
1: hyped. I'm
0: hyped. <laughs> Dude, I'm hyped. I'm hyped just to just to get you know maybe get some action going. Yeah. Right, how about your place on that? That'd be fucking rad. Uh yeah, I you know, th- that's probably the 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 game series that I still wish I f- I followed a little more is probably Halo. I never got too heavy into like the lore that they were building, but it's the, crazy. the the lore is nuts. Like it, it <laughs> yeah. goes it just like from the from where the first game started, it immediately expanded like he like just fucking huge in the second game, and then the so, third game they just kept building on. It was just
1: my yeah. my exposure to Halo when I was a kid. My neighbor had a, had an Xbox, mm-hmm. and I pretty I'm pretty sure I played like co op through all the campaigns. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I think excluding like the first game, mm-hmm. like I think I did, did co op through two, co op through three. And then when four came out in like 2011, I was and my parents finally bought me an Xbox. Nice, and I played that on the 360 and fucking blew my dick off. <laughs> yeah, dude, and. <laughs> And that's, I guess four is like when shit goes crazy in the story. And then recently, actually like three, four years ago, the Master Chief collection came out mm-hmm. and I just played every single Halo game. Yeah. And I was like, and it's genuinely, I was like, this story's fucking nuts. It's like, yeah. there's some crazy shit happening here. I mean,
0: like, I, I remember like some biblical stuff. Exactly. <laughs> it, exactly. That's like, it, it's like you know, there's like the arbiter of uh, from the covenant that like gets brought back to life, or, or no, he's not. He doesn't die. He like he's like a failed, like he failed at his mission or something like that. He's he gets judged, and then like they, you know, like yeah, basically put him on like a suicide mission, or in uh, if he you know continue if he survives, he continues, and well, it's just it's just huge. It's it's crazy. It's this huge, huge. Like and like like I said, the story is like it's it's kind of fun, but it's mostly about the gameplay, man. Like yeah. you could
1: well you i know. mean any any story-based game or any any uh, gameplay led game is failed if it if it doesn't have good mechanics yeah there's a reason that no one gives a shit about the last of us gameplay <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> like enough. it's because it's
0: not what you're there for my little boy is doing some asmr again uh yeah <laughs> he's
1: sitting like a person
0: yeah i i i would say like I can't. I can't think of a single like PlayStation upcoming PlayStation release that I would be as hype for, as like I another, mean, as a Halo release. So. If
1: uh, I mean for me, if I had a PlayStation, the Spider-Man game. Oh Wolverine, yeah, I guess. I guess like yeah. Even I mean, God of War, the new God of War. I've
0: never. I've never played a God of War game. I've seen. I've. I've seen. I like. I've had friends that have played it, and like
1: you know, I've I seen have, gameplay and everything. It pl- looks fucking awesome. My PlayStation friends are. They swear by the the like su- pseudo reboot mm. type one from like a few years ago. Yeah. And they said that it's incredible, and I was like, I, I going to check maybe. that out. Is uh, that is God
0: of War exclusive too? It's Sony? a PlayStation exclusive. I never realized that though. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Huh. It's well. a sh-
1: It's it's one of those things of like, I wish everything was a timed exclusive because exclusives just ruin gaming. Yeah, dude. It. I mean, it it's just, like how Tomb Raider worked. Xbox, oh, yeah. the Microsoft got um the licensing rights to Tomb Raider. They could release it exclusively for a year. Mm. And then a year after it became available on PlayStation. Yeah.
0: Like I, I think that's fine. Like do some do stuff like that, but I think these like like you're just saying like I think it creates this weird competitiveness in consumers that you yeah. have to like where you have to say like all right, do I stick to like, you know, Sony or do I stick to, you know, Xbox, Microsoft,
1: Microsoft yeah. whatever, you know? And and, and You know, yeah. thankfully, thankfully the whole console war thing as shown by last year when the new consoles dropped. Yeah. It's died off a bit it definitely
0: has in comparison to I where think, it was dude i think
1: it's because like come when the xbox One, the ps4 released mm-hmm. it was like they were occupying the same niche oh yeah and microsoft fucking flopped yeah on the xbox one yeah. and since then they've been playing catch up and their way to fight back against playstation has just been like let's just offer a ton of shit mm-hmm. and really just buy into the subscription model rather yeah. than Trying to compete on like a games front,
0: which I think is smart. I think it's a it's, smart move on their part. You know? it's
1: they're they're going the way of Nintendo and just saying we're just not gonna fight that fight. Like it's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. you can sell more consoles. We're just gonna have, we're just gonna be like efficient for everyone. Yeah, it, to such I, a point that um Xbox Series consoles are getting integrated into smart TVs now. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! Soon you're that. gonna be able to buy like a Roku TV, and it's gonna have an Xbox built into it.
0: That's fucking legit. Like I would not that's,
1: mind that. <laughs> you great. know what I mean? That's, that's fucking a... awesome. That's, that's, that,
0: I don't see Sony doing that anytime soon. No,
1: because Sony's putting fucking PlayStation ads at the end of the Ghostbusters trailer. <laughs> They're too busy making Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, uh, maybe maybe I'll throw this in right right now. I watched Venom. <laughs> 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 I watch. I watch Venom. Let there be carnage. Wait, I was gonna say this at the end, but I didn't real. I this was not. We were not planning it was, going into it was, the concert. It was just an
0: opportune moment. It I was guess. opportune.
1: Yeah. But okay. So, what, what's your hot take on on hot on take Venom? on Venom? Definitely better than the first. Writing is still weak. <laughs> fair
0: Fair. Um, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard it's better than the first. Though it from, is better than from, the first from, from others. Uh, like just like random. You know, online I do stuff. Think
1: like the first one had that like dc problem of mm. like uh gunmetal or black character obscured in smoke so yeah. you can not see the mediocre CGI <laughs> and but uh carnage looks phenomenal nice um, that was
0: that was like my one of my main worries about this movie was yeah. like was whether they're going to pull off carnage Cause, like the character design of carnage is so important because that's one of the like the creepy, yeah, it's, insane it's, aspects. It's is, Venom on oh, oh. Crack. Yeah, dude. He's just always like there's always like sharp points coming off of Carnage yeah. and
1: they definitely, they definitely nailed the aesthetic. That's cool.
0: And I yeah, I thought it was great. How was Woody Harrelson as Carnage? Pretty good. As Cletus
1: Cassidy. Yo, I think he fit the bill. Okay. You know, and, and he oh, did a yeah. he did a good job. I I think I won't say they failed Cletus Cassidy, mm. but the writing's weak and it's weak for every character in the film.
0: Yeah, fair, fair. I mean it's
1: you know I, I, that said yeah. andy circus is a better director than i thought you can tell with the dude's knowledge about mocap and mm-hmm. with his knowledge about cgi characters that he was able to direct very well around cgi characters fighting
0: that is a good point like i i i was wondering about that as soon as i started like seeing his name attached to it was like I wonder if that's the benefit of him as a director in like a project like that. Was, yeah. was that he? I mean, he's a fucking one of the fucking pioneers of mocap. Like, exactly.
1: Uh, you know, and, and that, so I I agree. I think that might be why he got put onto this project. Yeah. Because well, the first one, like I just said, it really struggled with sort of grabbing the stature of the characters yeah. and making action that was able to be easily followed
0: exactly like uh re-watching venom like the first one you you notice that a lot with yeah. like the the action sequences with the symbiotes so yeah it, it's it's so chaotic at times yeah that like yeah well that's good to in hear this, that they kind of honed that a little bit for in this, this
1: movie. in this one it does stay a there are some chaotic elements mm. but you can tell that rather than you can tell it's part of design
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, it's
1: like, I mean, it's fucking
0: carnage. Yeah, it's should, it's, there's going to be some chaos. They're playing <laughs> They're
1: playing into the the sort of aggressive nature of that character in some okay. scenes where it does get a bit jittery, but never to a point where it's like Transformers, where just oh, the yeah. geography of the scene makes zero sense. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Ah, cool, man. Um, do, you, do you think that there's going to be more life to Venom after this movie?
1: They already confirmed a third
0: okay so for sure like do yeah. you think they're gonna continue i mean it yeah. had it uh, by all accounts it's had a huge opening weekend it
1: has uh 90 mil yeah i think it's it's like it's right li- behind shang chi
0: it's literally like yeah they're they're saying now that like because of the success of venom movies like you know uh no time to die are gonna be are gonna probably be fine in the theater you yeah know what i mean like everybody right before this movie was dropping and, and we can thank shang chi also for this but like you know, people were really sweating like whether the theaters dead, and yeah. these movies are it's really not. really pull, pushing pushing back on I that. I think
1: once again, we talked Which, thank about fucking God. We talked about this after Martin Scorsese made an ass of himself, <laughs> uh, and made looked like a toll snob a yeah. few years ago. We said this, and this was pre COVID. We're smart. We're geniuses. Uh, you heard it here. The movies and going to a theater. There's a film for that. Mm-hmm and it is perfectly fine to watch Venom in theaters and watch The Irishman on Netflix. Totally. Um, I I don't think you gain anything from a film like The Irishman by being in a theater.
0: No, I I don't think so either. And uh, another good example would be the new... Sopranos movie that just came out, The Many Saints of New York. Great example. I really want to watch it. I'm just going to watch it at home. Yeah. I don't want, I don't need to go to the theater to watch it. I don't need to go to the theater to watch Goodfellows. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like
1: even even a movie like Parasite, which we were talking about with uh, with your roommates a few minutes ago. Um, We, I don't need to watch Parasite in the theater. Phenomenal movie. Definitely. In my opinion, one of the best movies of the 10s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with with that. Without hesitation, I I can say that. Mm. And I would watch it at home. I, yeah. I see. I have no desire to watch it at of the theater. Yeah.
0: It's on Hulu right now, folks. Yeah. i <laughs> well,
1: um, rewatching the Avengers films early in the pandemic last year. Um, I watched every single Marvel movie because fuck it. There was nothing to do. Yeah. And sometimes I watch two in a day, but, and but let me I, ask you I this. I felt like the, I was missing something. The,
0: yeah. The, the moment that I missed the most, which there's a lot watch rewatching the Marvel movies at home. Um, it was that opening sequence in infinity war. Where, oh. where, you know, it's the beacon that you hear, and then, like, you, you see, like, you're coming across, like, the fucking scene of Thanos destroying what's yeah. left of, of, of uh, oh, my God, why am I blanking on it? The Asgardians. The Asgardians, thank you. <laughs> like, that move, that moment was so big and ominous in the theater, and then at home, it just sucked the life out of that a bit, like, where you're yeah. just sort of like,
1: eh, okay. Yeah, it's like that overwhelming sort of experience, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. And... It was really one of those moments that just like you, you know, in, in like the big dark room with the surrounding speakers, like it hits you, you know, Yeah. like or, you feel the weight of that moment you rather know, than actually like
1: this sort of, it sort of makes me regret not going and watching movies in like the super nice theaters where they really like pump the, the audio.
0: Sometimes I kick myself on that. Yeah, yeah. I
1: know. Like when we watched *Chang chi I really wish, because I listened to the score for that mm-hmm. in the scene where he's diving and puts the rings inside of the dragon. Yeah the music is awesome but we weren't in a super nice theater so it, it didn't gets really kind of punch out as much it got yeah. sort of washed out yeah and it's shit like that that i'm like that's why you go watch a the theater because exactly it gives you man. goosebumps
0: exactly the fucking theatrical experience and what you can and cannot get like yeah. in, on home entertainment you know so, it's it's a wild difference and that yeah you're right like the more we get away from scorsese's comment the more he comes off like a, would say A director from a different era. Yeah, I agree. I mean,
1: Uh, so, but I will, I will say, and this is, I don't think it's a spoiler, but I think Venom Two marks a point for Marvel in general. Fair enough. A, a sort of, let's say, consolidation of everything. I know. I think I know
0: where you're going going with that. I'm not
1: going to say any more than that. I just, yeah. I think it's going to. I, I think it extends past the 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 sony stuff <clears throat> i think it extends to the fox stuff It extends to mutants yeah extends to the fantastic
0: four let, let me just ask you this real quick yeah not to like give too much away but did they at all talk about a, a multiversal situation in venom
1: um there is like an offhand remark about the, the symbiote being a hive mind that extends between universes interesting yeah so it's like
0: there's a conduit right there.
1: I know exactly. That is without going into any other stuff. Fair
0: enough. Because I could. We'll leave it on that. (laughs) Literally.
1: (laughs) I don't think I've ever been like a post credit scene is worth admission. But in Venom 2, there is a post credit scene that is worth admission. That's (laughs) what I've heard. It's one of those things. You might just want to show up like an hour and a half late to the movie. (laughs) Just just to catch the post credit. It's, It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And it's. It's one of those things of like, I don't know what the play is. Interesting. Man. But it intrigues me not because of Venom, but partially because of like X-Men and partially because of other stuff, like sort of the wider implications of what what the sort of collaboration is between okay. these groups now. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, that's obviously been one of the things on everybody's mind, specifically since Disney bought up fox uh like when are the mutants showing up when are when's the fantastic four we've gotten announced we've got fantastic four coming what
1: what makes me intrigued by like the fantastic four and i i don't less so the fantastic four i think they'll go this route because we're so Mm -hmm. far detached from the last fantastic four Four movie yeah but maybe with x-men it makes me rethink how we thought they would be introducing some of these characters
0: yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, heavy rumors have it that Patrick Stewart's going to be reprising his role as Professor Xavier in Multiverse of Madness. I know. You know, it was either the there's this big ominous thing about, no. like, you know, some fox mutant is going to be reprising, is going to be in the movie. Yeah, we
1: saw that it's going to be like Wanda's supposed to fight a mutant. Exactly. And so, you know,
0: in my mind, it does make 100% sense that that would be Charles Xavier because... You know that's the the classic battle, Xavier in, in Wanda's mind, trying to like fucking, you know, help her figure out her shit. Yeah. Uh, the only other lot, the only other other person that could be would be fucking Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Those yeah. are the only two characters that people would want to see. Reprised. I doubt it's
1: Hugh Jackman though.
0: He yeah, as much as he likes to fucking tease and like joke around about like Wolverine, you know he's kind of done with it. Yeah. Especially after this long of a time period since Logan. Yeah. I, mean, I just rewatched the other day. Fucking still holds up. Logan slaps Logan's a great like movie. a motherfucker, dude. It gets you, man. It pulls. It, yeah, it pulls it, the heartstrings. It does. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, that's but that's then, cool. I'm glad con- to see the Venom's gonna be kind of
1: continuing with multiversal shenanigans, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Multiversal what if? shenanigans. What, what if, if dude, or as
1: it really should be called, what the fuck?
0: Yo, I just I just wrapped up that uh, that zombie episode, which is a fantastic episode. Yeah, there's there's so many fucking cool elements to that episode like you know wh- whether it's like hope the the scene with hope where she just goes gigantic and just starts like you know stomps across that field giant of field of zombies to like save her friends or whatever
1: or vision or having captive zombie wanda
0: dude that was the nuttiest turn like zombie fucking scarlet witch
1: i really liked the 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 cast of characters that was managed to hold out
0: yeah it was such a uh, a hodgepodge of characters it's like spider-man spider but at the same time you sort of get it oh well, totally that, that that was the thing like 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 you know spider-man would make sense that he would survive yeah. longer because of his spider sense because peter parker's smart as a motherfucker yep. you know bucky yeah bucky uh, was it was a great choice i think to have as part of that crew just because it, it gives you that human you know element like a little bit more yeah uh you know hulk, the hulk being there mostly yep. bruce banner i'd say for the most of the episode um as well as like yeah hope van dyne McCoy. uh yeah Koye was interesting i i uh you know i was sh- sh- not like i guess i was kind of shocked that they ended up doing the turn with t'challa that they did because that was oh. that i mean that that's du- like a pretty direct reflection of the marvel zombie book i was thinking and which which in the in the in the comic it's uh hank pym is like holding T'ch- T'Challa captive and just eating chunks off of him, and to like sustain himself and trying to keep his mind and as like in human form and not zombie form, you know, and uh, but like that, that 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 that, I was so surprised that they put that in the in this episode, but I was so grateful <laughs> for it because it directly ties that you know spooky shit, man, and. Also, on top of it, what's perfect about the zombies being, you know, in this "what if" episode, is that they are also a multiversal threat. Exactly. And, like the zombie Marvel zombies got so big in the comics that they became. They just started moving them to different universes. Yeah. And isn't
1: the second this the second Marvel zombies like series is like about them finishing one universe and being like, "There's nothing left to eat." Exactly. They literally
0: <laughs> eat eat as much as they can, and then they basically find a way to, i think they like consume like the silver surfer or something yeah like that. and like use his like the power cosmic to the uh, jump to a different universe you know what
1: i think is so interesting and we see hints of it and it's more so in the comic mm-hmm. is the the per- the personality behind the zombies remains yeah yeah you see a bit of it with like a zombie happy hogan being like blam yeah like, dude,
0: that was that was a cool like a, a cool element to that like or
1: the falcon still being able to fly yeah, like that type of stuff. Yeah,
0: uh, you know, Cap recognizing Bucky, really kind of it yeah. seemed like he, there was this like moment there. That was also a
1: cool sequence, just Bucky,
0: Bucky versus Bucky Cap, fucking throwing the shield back at Cap, and like while he's in the door frame and basically just cutting him in half. Like, what would actually happen with somebody getting hit with that shield? Exactly, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of like interesting inclusions in that episode, and so, and the ending, you know. Oh my god, my jaw like, hit the
1: floor. Yeah, yeah,
0: that was fucking nuts because. You know, and I've seen, I haven't watched the, the vision Ultron episode yet. It's, Dude. it's, it's one I've been like really looking forward to. Um, but that, the teaser yeah. where, you know, he just appears at the end of that. Oh. And like, clearly like that's, you know, from a different universe, you yeah. know? And so you're just like, what the fuck is he doing here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I mean, like that's the, that's the party Thor episode. Oh god it's yeah the, yeah that's the party it, thor. Yeah I'm the, sorry I watched that one also. No, you watched Party Thor? Confused. Yeah yeah. Okay, So and which is such an upbeat episode. It is. It's <laughs> then, a it's a wild and then, wild boom. change up. Yeah. Um So did you watch Killmonger uh like I guess the, I did watch a few of them. The Killmonger Yeah, yeah. yeah the Killmonger one, one. The Killmonger one.
0: It's probably the weakest one out of the series. I feel uh, like in it's on the level of Captain Carter. Um I don't know. I mean, like, I like Captain Carter better. It was really, more, it was way more of an of an adventure uh, for me because because this one you kind of like you know that Killmonger is gonna be the villain. Yeah, you know you know that you know, it's, he's kind of doing the the roadie thing with Tony Stark for a bit. And then it takes a turn. And then he so, kills
1: T'Challa and he kills roadie. Yeah. He kills Iron Man.
0: And like that, I mean, that was the cool thing was like, you basically have this little moment where it's almost like Killmonger kills the Avengers. Right? Iron Man's they,
1: been getting fucked every
0: episode. That's the thing I've been noting too. It's like, it's like Iron there, Man there, is the throwaway character of the
1: series. Well, they were making a point in the <laughs> Dr. Strange episode that Christine had to die every time in that universe. Yeah. What
0: if Tony Stark has to die in every universe? That's a good point, actually, man. Like, what if what if that's the I thing? Think just a
1: preconceived notion. Yeah, like, like in always in,
0: in no timeline does Tony Stark like live to die a natural death. Yeah. We'll
1: hey, um, this is not a spoiler for the Ultron one. <laughs> Tony fucking dies. <laughs> Dude. Oh man.
0: Uh. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. The Party Thor episode was was a fun rest. Was a, of Exactly, and that's why I think what's been really cool about the flow of this series overall is that they hit you, and then they like give you something fun, yeah, and then they hit you again, and they give you something fun, you yeah. Know. Uh, you know,
1: and dude, it's such the party Thor is like fun, and mm-hmm. you can. I was watching, I was like, the next episode is gonna fucking ruin us. <laughs> it's gonna devastate, and and then we get Ultron at the end of that episode. Yeah. U- Ultron wins, is like an existential crisis of an episode. <laughs> it's it's genuinely terrifying at some yeah. points i mean like like i don't
0: i, I we can i want to touch on it just because we i haven't watched it but we you know we can still touch on it like i've seen stills of it where it's like you know obviously like at some point there's an, there's a uh, conflict between ultron and the watcher yeah. you know there's that like, the people are already memeing it the hell out of like the the scene where vision cuts thanos in half oh my god uh which which makes sense like it's like it's like if he could do that the entire time
1: well Ultron's a fucking savage. <laughs>
0: like yeah, I know, but it's like but it's like it's like, dude, Vision could have ended this whole this whole thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. they had to nerf him at the beginning of Infinity War. <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh man. But yeah, it's it looks just like, like this is the episode so that like the is like the, the it looks like that that episode is one of the main Reasons this whole What If thing exists, right? It's yeah. really showcasing what What If is about.
1: We sort of had a feeling from the beginning of What If, just because in the trailers you saw that sort of like remake of the like classic Avengers shot, but yeah. with some of the What If characters. Exactly. We knew there was going to be some kind of multiversal threat. Yeah, For a while, my money was on zombies. I, th- I figured that would have been the route too. Yeah, but now it's looking like it's going to be Ultron. Which is and fucking killing. we might get like sequels to some of these episodes come next season, which we know is in development. Yeah, man. And, I would. I would not mind that. And um, so I think there's one episode left of What If, excluding the, what you haven't seen with the yeah, yeah. Ultron one. Which it's is, like a uh, one that features Gamora. I yeah, believe. it's Gamora, daughter of Thanos, yeah. and all the pre- promo material material is her in the Thanos armor with the fucking sword from Endgame. Yo, which is nuts, mm-hmm. and I would love to see that. But then, what makes me curious is like, are we gonna get like an hour long episode? Or are yeah. we going to get, is there like a secret 10th? Because the whole thing was that they oh, greenlit yeah. 10 episodes and they backtracked it like a year later. Oh, like I didn't right, know that. right before the season was released, man, maybe they
0: that would be a ballsy move. That'd be fucking awesome. If they had a secret episode that they just dropped.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things you don't know if they, they said, Oh yeah, we have to delay the 10th episode till the next season, mm. which makes me think, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what is that?
0: What is it? Oh, what man. what if? What if?
1: <laughs> but also, and this sort of feeds into another thing we want to talk about with Star Wars Visions. Yeah. Because of the success of What If and Visions, mm-hmm. Marvel Studios has opened an animation studio. Oh, I didn't realize that. Just just like a couple weeks ago, they announced it. And yeah. they're going to be doing more animated projects. It's a smart move, man, because particularly
0: DC has been killing them in animated stuff Forever. for this entire fucking time.
1: My entire lifetime.
0: <laughs> yeah. like, And so it's really good. we got really Injustice
1: coming out soon, too. Oh, dude,
0: Injustice is gonna be awesome it looks yeah. like they're really sticking with that like uh which hard element to that i, I want to quickly <laughs> on, the,
1: on the note of injustice before mm-hmm. we go into star wars visions um so injustice the animated film is coming out soon mm-hmm. but then it was leaked the other day like so often happens with the game awards this game awards happen in, like early december for okay. the year um they usually announce a fuck ton of games and justice 3 got leaked a whole fucking promo script Shit. a list of characters shit we don't know if it's gonna happen but who who knows the injustice games have been sort of what that that's what started the concepts yeah. it wasn't like, and the um i'm excited to see what happens all the thing that sticks out to me was um terry mcginnis oh really is a
0: listed character oh fucking badass uh, that's fucking cool. And I don't know. Do I, y- al- I always want to ke- see more Batman Beyond.
1: <laughs> have you, have you kept track of, uh, the Injustice games? Have you played them?
0: I played, I played through some of them. I, I haven't played through all, all yeah. the, like, so of the second Injustice one and Injustice 2.
1: The second one, there's, it's like multiple endings, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure, like, the true ending is Batman wins and Superman gets thrown to the Phantom Zone. Ooh.
0: And. Which he could escape from, but theoretically. Yeah,
1: they were sort of like, they were initi- they were teasing that there was going to be more then. Yeah. Because he was like superman's like you know i can get out of here and batman's like i'll be ready yeah well i've got time
0: (laughs) that's the interesting thing though you mentioned it you know this this started out as a game series i'd argue that uh the crossover between dc and uh, mortal Kombat helped helped boost boost this because like that like this that and injustice kind of happened really similarly and so i think people got really attached to the the fact that you can you can do that kind of gameplay with these characters yeah and i think it just helped steamroll it and then um you know it just started growing uh from there like they launched the you know, comic to to, to 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 an addendum to the to the the video game and then, like the comic storyline has expanded the 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 lore of the yeah. video game itself, you know, to the point where it's like they get all sorts of fucking people wrapped up in it. Like, there's like whole there's a story Constantine of, arc. Yeah, there's a whole storylines about like where Batman gets like he like team his his team teams up with like Zeus and the gods because they're yeah. like Superman's fucking up the earth <laughs> you yeah. know? and stuff. Yeah, and then like, Injustice. Just like a wild, they go in so a totally
1: different direction in yeah. the games, which I like. Like same event, but then just different stuff happened.
0: But it's cool because, because no matter what people want more game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the, it's not one or the other yeah. it's that people want both to be expanded. They yeah. want, they want the gameplay, they want the lore in the books like, and they want to be able to play it out. And I think that's
1: you f- know, a perfect harmony. You know what I think is interesting is that, uh, in like 2008, there was a canceled Marvel fighting game. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, except it was like a Tekken style, like 3D environment yeah, that bad. with like heavily destructible environments. Yeah. You can look it up on YouTube. There are. Oh, hey, bud. Bowie wants to get, get up. Bowie Studio Bowie. But the um, but you can find like the test footage on YouTube before it was axed. Mm-hmm. And it's like in like New York. And it's Hulk fighting Captain America, like, throwing each other through buildings. Nah. Nice. Like, a heavily destructible environment. Yeah. And I don't know why it got canceled, but it was an early development. And it's one of those things of, like, that can really boost an IP. Yeah. It's a huge I, market. I
0: don't think... I We're, feel like Marvel's never pulled the trigger are, on doing Marvel a game like that. You know, like, they do the Marvel versus Capcom, but those are so cartoony. Yeah. Oh, the recent And it's just, you know, it's just mindless button smashing. So yeah. you don't... There's not, like, a lot that you put into the thought that you put into it. Uh, but yeah, that's like, yeah. I wish that would have gone through. That would have been a know, fun fucking. You know game. what
1: we'll have to do? Maybe like next year when E three comes around. So mm. maybe for the Game Awards, if there's some cool announcements, we'll have to do like a matinee edition game episode. That'd watch a bunch cool. of game trailers. I'm down with that. We'll have to do that. Um, but, um, but let's Star get on Wars to Visions. Star
0: Wars. Yeah, because because uh, you know, I just polished off a couple of a couple another another couple of episodes. I'm yep. looking forward to finishing this season. Um, it's it's just been fun. Like it's, it's been so fun. it's been fun. There's this uh, the so episode watch- with. It's like the fourth episode. Was it
1: the 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 bride one? Yeah, the yeah. village bride. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's like that one and the episode right after it. The night Jedi. Yeah, they both have these like up and down emotional rides, man. Dude, they're fun. They're fun. They're fun. But you're also like, it's really interesting. Like the, the the bride one, you know. It's they comment on how you know, it's kind of a commentary on how like uh, force sensitive people are are in tune with nature and you want to listen to that. Yeah, and, and this you know but you have this moment this fucking excellent moment that you you haven't gotten since the the first uh or well the first sequel movie yeah <laughs> not to make it too confusing yeah but that fucking scene where you know the villain of the of this episode bl- is that like, goes to laser blast and you shoot, shoot you shoot this like character and boom stop the bullet you stop that fucking laser beam with some force i love that dude so badass it hits so hard in in uh, fucking episode 7 yeah. and and watching it again even in this animation form you're just like god damn that's powerful it's <laughs> <That's> so cool it's <laughs> so cool and i
1: love you know it's uh, and it's the anime little and it's anime slash the the real buying into the japanese inspirations of star wars mm-hmm. that i really enjoy about it oh yeah and like in that scene are they fucking duke it out and the the jedi number one yellow lightsaber plus oh. for me always i love the yellow lightsaber i know it's
0: such a good such a good pull you
1: know what the? do you know what the lightsaber like personality archetypes actually are uh i mean
0: i don't think i can quote off the top of my head yellow
1: yellow is like a like a temple guard
0: yeah. Yeah. And like blue is like a, uh, is like the intellectual. Yeah. And like, and uh, green is like the actual, like, like night. Like, yeah. Night.
1: And then purple is like conflicted. Mm-hmm. Which,
0: which you see in another episode. Yeah,
1: you do. And then, um, well, red is corrupted. Mm-hmm. The, and then, oh man, what is it? Orange was like a scholar.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's, and that's what I think is interesting about the whole yeah. uh, kyber crystal thing is like, you know, depending on the user, the kyber crystal can take on,
1: yeah.
0: you know, a different sort of color color or, well, not necessarily color, uh, well, how do I say this? You, you get the reference in the lightsaber thing in the next episode, which we'll talk about, but anyway, I always think that's yeah. a really interesting, like, element to, you know, the the force-sensitive beings. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know. So the, um, but like the, the scene with like the fucking, the samurai sword lightsaber mm-hmm. and the fucking weird, like jet heels. Yeah. That. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's stuff like that where it's just sort of like sort of tacky or sort of, sort of yeah. dumb fun with like the heel thing. Yeah. But it's badass. <laughs>
0: yeah. But they still, yeah. Even, even if it's like, kind of like
1: at so times, roll your eyes. At. Yeah.
0: You, you might, you might be looked at as unnecessary or whatever. It's yeah. still fun. Yeah. And that's what this whole series has pulled off. It's like, it's at at some points, I'd say like, there's only been like two episodes where I've been like, ah, this is kind of, this is kind of weird. But like, like uh, like the post punk uh performance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, but it's fun though. It's fun. Even that's weirdest. It's fun. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't need every episode to be <clears throat> lightsaber battle heavy. Neither do I. We all love that, but you know, it's it's cool to see uh, like really other elements of the Star Wars universe, which is what this whole series yeah. is showcasing. So
1: you start with that first episode, which is like just post Clone Wars. I yeah. think it's fair to assume. Yeah. And then you get the Ninth Jedi, which is like deep future apparently exactly
0: so it's like it goes from you know like right after the clone wars to you know jedi are like, er- eradicated basically and like yeah and like the
1: lightsaber is not even remembered anymore yeah there's
0: a there's a reference in this episode one of the characters says the lightsabers haven't even been they've all been lost since before he was born you know yeah uh which kind of dates the episode because that yeah. person looks like they're you know, and
1: you know what dates it even harder what they're they're more than two sith yeah dude my jaw hit the floor that was when nuts. That was a, what a crazy reveal. Yeah. So I loved
0: the, the entire buildup to this episode. Yeah. Like for this episode, you know, you start out with these four sensitive beings meeting in one place in this find this ominous message. And so you think like, okay, maybe no, all no. these like low key untrained Jedi are going to start getting trained.
1: And they all, and the best part, the character design is so unassuming.
0: Oh yeah. Everybody looks fair. I mean like there's like different, you see different species. Of uh, four sensitive beings, and you don't—none of them look any more menacing than the other. You yeah. know, none of them give off a vibe necessarily of like uh, you know one way or another, and so you kind of have this neutral feeling on yeah, all sort of, of them. Yeah, sort neutral good. You yeah, know? and then you get you get into a little further in that episode, you get to like you know the the sabersmith and his daughter, and like that was a whole cool sequence because just yeah. like the uh, you know, the the craftsmanship that goes into building a lightsaber yeah. was really cool to showcase. And then when, you know, the father gives his daughter Kara, like, uh, the lightsaber to hold at first, and, like, it, it was so cool when she lights it, you know, ignites it, and it just, like, it grows and then shrinks, and it's, like, this weird uh, blackish I guess, green, you know. Yeah,
1: sort of like a neutral color. Yeah. And I guess the extending, like, lightsaber length mm-hmm. is... Um... I guess that's a thing from, like, the extended universe.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen a sur- showcase in this series. Yeah. And it's not the first time I think we've heard about it either. It's just like it's just it's cool that they're just sort of embracing that and just like letting it be a thing instead of like, no, we have to stick to like two meter long lightsabers only. (laughs) Yeah, and dude,
1: you'll see it in the next episode. I mean, um, there's somebody in the next episode who has like lightsaber daggers. Oh, cool! And they're they're, or they're like short swords. Yeah, and dual wielding. That's badass. Awesome! It's awesome. Uh, And uh, yeah.
0: uh, So anyway, like like just the whole, the whole twist of when when you know. Kara brings the lightsabers to the, to these four sensitive beings and they all have them
1: and they're all red. And when they ignite them, Oh my God, dude, Dude, my jaw at the floor. <laughs> I was just like, like, fuck. This is the, this is the first episode. <laughs> I Maybe mean, I felt like this to a degree, but this episode, the most passionately, at least I was like, I want to see where this story goes. Oh God. Yeah, dude. I was like, because there's like rule of two is gone. Mm-hmm. So immediately more interesting for the Sith. Yeah. And it's a Sith controlled galaxy. Yeah. Where, it appears that the only way to distinguish who would be a Sith is if you give them a lightsaber. Yeah, and it's so it was like such was an unassuming twist, and it sets up like a greater story as if this is like the first act.
0: Yeah, totally, man. And that that this is one of those like, I was like, fuck. Like, I feel like you know doing another season of this show Maybe they, up they could kind of like touch yeah follow up on like one or two of these stories this yeah. one would be a great one to follow up 100 uh the the first episode would be another one yes i would love actually, to see more right. of that Wander, and uh the one with the twins would be another one to follow up yeah on. uh like all of these like, all three of those just like they tease you with these elements yeah that you're just like fuck dude i want to flush that i would love to see that flushed out more <laughs> yeah exactly
1: i mean like it doesn't it also helps that the voice acting is great
0: fantastic yeah yeah um, yeah, dude, like this, that, the lightsaber, this lightsaber episode, probably one of my favorites though, yeah. so far,
1: you know, one of the, um, and it's like the, the, vo- like on the note of the voice cast, you haven't, you haven't even gone to the episode that David Harbour's in No. and y- he's irrecognizable as well. Really? Yeah. I was like, I was like, I sort of, I hear, I hear my dude mm-hmm. and <laughs> I, sort, I was like, I'm sorry, of, is that him? Yeah. Nah, no, it's not. And then the credits roll and you're like, fuck it was David it Harbour. Was <laughs> Yeah,
0: man. I, 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 I really, like, I just think that this was such a smart move for Star Wars to do. Yeah. Because, you know, off of the success of The Mandalorian and how that was able to, like, expand within the confines of the universe. Yeah. Like, this is just, like, it, it's just proving that people want anything that you can throw at them that within the Star Wars universe. Just Absolutely. give them, like, the certain elements... That that you know that make it a Star Wars have
1: have have at least one episode somebody say I don't like or whatever the fuck I'm I get a bad feeling about this
0: yeah dude like just little references man like you you know like you just need one character at the end of the episode being like May the Force be with us yeah and you can be like whoa dude this is Star Wars Star Wars
1: I want to quickly say and this is an anime trope that I find funny what's with people wearing masks for like menial injuries.
0: I have no idea. That, girl, like, that <laughs> Jedi
1: girl, she's like wearing this intense mask, and yeah. I was like, did she like lose the bottom half of her face or something? Like, what's the deal? Exactly. Takes it off. Tiny little, little scar. Yeah. Little badass-looking scar. Just on gonna, her face. gotta
0: hide this. I'm hideous. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> and, yeah. It's like that's a good point though. It's like
1: in dude, so many anime. Yeah. And it's like, like
0: it's like almost like completely yeah that's just unnecessary
1: most of the time. I just <laughs> find it funny. It's one of those little little, little tropes that you sort of gets caught. And I, I think what's fun is that they're playing with some anime tropes as well. Oh totally. Like you've had we've had a couple beam struggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a few. Ah. Dude, and that's I
0: mean you know that that's something about not a. a Call back to what if, but that's something I'm looking forward to about that uh, Watcher episode or the Ultron episode is is you see uh you see like some Super Saiyan moments. (laughs) Dude, you've seen
1: some of the stills the that Ultron the Watcher duking it out, and it is a Dragon Ball Z fight. (laughs) One hundred percent, dude.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like both of those properties are doing so well at at recognizing like certain elements that people want from like animations yeah. as well as like inc- just incorporating them into their and, you know own, own lore so it's, it's and
1: once again this goes it, it goes both ways if you're taking something that's live action initially and mm-hmm. you want to make an animation animated property you can totally take advantage of the perks that animation gives you definitely and what if has done that mm-hmm. we it's okay that we won't see stuff like that in live action films they'll yeah. give us something different uh avatar <laughs> avatar uh you better fucking take notes Dude. because they they need to now translate animation into live action yeah. for that for that fucking netflix show that i hope do- doesn't exist what's the status
0: of that have you heard any news on that in a while?
1: backstory is the last thing i heard Is he no longer the last (laughs) airbender? Well, but I think they're ditching the hundred years. Like I don't think he froze, Uh,
0: but that's one of the fucking interesting things about him. I think
1: it's, it looks like they're going the direction of like, he was hidden as a baby or like, like, yeah, I
0: mean, I get, I guess I get that, but like, that's, that's one of the great things. It's like he's a he's a fucking kid out of place. Exactly. There's that episode where they go to the fire the Fire Nation, and Aang's just wandering around saying like "Flamio, Hotman" to like all these people <laughs> who don't They're Doing all the dances. Yeah, who like haven't heard that slang ever. It's like yeah, you know,
1: I mean, like, it, yeah. it
0: it gives it gives breath to that world, with like giving him that hundred years you know who anyways, knows anyway i yeah. will
1: i will check that show out when it comes out 100 um, did do a casting which it was sort of funny about a year ago a dude was doing like casting videos for like who he would put in as oh, like yeah. all the different avatar characters and he got like three of them right Whoa! it's so funny to that's me that's cool and um yeah dude I, oh, I mean, I don't i'm think, looking
0: forward to that series I, either way though i don't
1: know who let me see let me see the casting here uh, but, uh nurse should we talk yeah World let's just talk about moment?
0: Yeah, like, there's a couple other like random yeah, random shows on the radar. Like mur- Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, which is featuring Steve Martin, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. It is a fucking awesome show. It's a great enjoyable ride every episode the mystery slowly builds throughout the season. Yeah. So it, it, like every episode you it hooks you with like wanting to come back. And just the 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 fucking I'd say like, the, I don't know, the energy, the, the, between those three actors, you know, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you can't just say their first know, name, Steve Martin, Martin you. Short and Selena Gomez. Like they all really bounce really great off of each other, yeah. which is shocking to me. I mean, you know, you know, Steve Martin and Martin Short are gonna like, like steal time. the show, but Selena Gomez hangs with them in every, yeah, every scene that she's in with. Them. Oh yeah. So it's really kind of cool. Uh, and I've never really even been a big fan of her. I've never like I've never followed her films or so, what's anything so funny like that. You know, is what I you mean? say
1: that I grew up like as a kid with my little sister. Yeah, yeah. she would always watch like Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, That's which was her trying. show on Disney Channel. Yeah. So it's like it's interesting for me to see her in such a different context. Yeah,
0: but it's a, it's a really great fucking murder mystery. And it you is know, a they, great
1: murder mystery. They they. they it's just providing that uh that um the the murder mystery podcast itch dude i love i love myself some true crime and it's a great setup
0: yeah well it's it's, it it, and like like i was saying like it it builds so you think it's straightforward you know you think it's maybe just going to be about them solving this murder but then it gets more personal and it gets more personal and like the the plot thickens and so you know it doesn't just become a show about them making a show, you know yeah. what I mean? It becomes a show about them trying to fuck, actually solve this
1: fucking murder, which yeah. is kind of interesting. And um, I think there's like two episodes left or something. Yeah, yeah I we'll, think there's only two, and we I'm, will see.
0: I'm really looking forward to finishing it.
1: But the other show, I just want to shout out real quick, and
0: I'm sure everybody else has. We talked about it before we recorded. a Squid Game. I haven't watched it yet. Squid Game is is legit fun. If you've ever like enjoyed uh-huh. any, like if you ever if you ever watched uh fucking. Oh my God! Now I'm blanking on it. Battle Royale. Battle Royale is is the it's a based on a manga, but it's this, mo- it's this movie about a bunch of high school teens who get dropped and like have to you know fight each other and kill each other. Yeah. Not not like the newest concept, but it like it it takes that fun element just like it does from like that movie where you're just like this is fucking bombastic, this is crazy. But it immediately like gives you this human side where it's like people competing in a. I mean, if you've watched the trailer, you've seen it. People competing in in a game that maybe like ends up with some of them fucking dead and the conflict isn't necessarily that the conflict is do these people want to participate yeah you know what i mean and you get shocked at the fact that like you know what you find out it's 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 a really good game it's it's a fucking phenomenal thing i was reading that the writer who wrote like wrote the fucking screen like, he wrote the script for this in 2019 huh. no 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 2009 excuse me and he basically got turned down from everybody for like 10 years. Interesting. And now it's the, it's almost, it's bigger than Stranger Things. Yeah. It, it's like, it's become the most watched show on Netflix ever, which is fucking wild. But I also think that they say that about every new release. So
1: I think it's, yeah. But, uh,
0: but anyway, so t- definitely you check it out. I, check if, out. You, if, if you haven't lit Hot Dogs, check it out. It's fucking great. What else we got though? We got a lot of shit coming up. For yeah, the, let's the,
1: quickly, we're going to quickly lay out. Um, Catching my doof yeah (laughs) my doof we're gonna lay out some of the upcoming releases we might be excited about yeah and uh just sort of just like see a roadmap and for the listener we'll probably be talking about a lot of these yeah i mean definitely (laughs) so um Literally days from now, we have a uh, lamb, which looks fucking weird. Oh, lamb,
0: dude. Lamb looks like it, it, it'll it be an interesting one. It'll be
1: fun to watch at A24 home. A24 makes some weird movies. A24 has been
0: fucking nailing it lately. <laughs> like they, I mean, the A24 is one of the, is one of the companies that is like making horror happen again. Yeah. You know, um eight and Lamb looks fucking interesting. Uh No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Of course it's gonna day. be there. I just felt I've just rewatched Skyfall.
1: I'm gonna watch Skyfall too. Probably probably some like today or tomorrow. It hits. It hits still, man. Skyfall it's is so good <laughs> Um Halloween Kills. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely
0: <laughs> it looks fucking awesome. If you like a fuck if you like Halloween movies, you better go see Halloween Kills. Dude, I love Dude, John Carpenter. I don't even need, I don't um, need to get started on John Same Carver
1: day, right The Last Duel, which oh. looks, sort of, oh, looks heard, sort of meh. but I've heard um, that that's an epic. Yeah. I've heard that that is uh, so supposed to be a It's based on a real movie. event. It is actually based on the last duel, like the last yeah, yeah. ever government-sanctioned duel to the death.
0: I never, I didn't realize that. Kate that,
1: told me that, too. We were watching Venom yesterday. The trailer came on. She was like, that's a true story. And I was like, what? That's cool. Yeah, it's, so I guess in France, it's literally the last time recorded in history that a government was like yeah just fucking murder each other whoever wins comes out on top <laughs> like uh okay so then we got dune on the 22nd
0: dune's gonna be fucking awesome i cannot wait to watch it
1: the 29th last night in soho last night in soho that's the uh uh edgar wright in yeah his new movie only taylor joy you know it's gonna
0: be a fun ride Matt man smith
1: you know it's gonna be oh. looks and i love like i've just been watching it It looks like a murder mystery sort of mixed with horror bowie's crying because he's so terrified by it uh november 5th the eternals
0: oh yeah you know that's gonna be a good one. Oh
1: yeah it looks looks interesting
0: i just heard i just read that uh angelina jolie was officially offered the role of wonder woman hmm. and she turned it down what yeah before and that was like what that was before she went on to be cast in eternals but she huh.
1: yeah you know oh um you know who's playing a uh, crow or the bad guy in eternals who Dan Stevens. Oh yeah,
0: dude, the guy from uh, Legion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be fucking awesome. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. I forget. We might actually like see his person as well in it because Crow is a shapeshifter. Yeah. So who knows? That'd be kind of cool. Um, uh, November twelfth. I just want to throw this one in there. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh, uh,
0: Bowie's and Bowie's looking forward to that movie.
1: Oh, man, fucking weird that they're making that. I just want to throw that out there.
0: It's like one of those like it's when they like uh you know they made Stuart Little. Uh, way back. Yeah. And, and you're just like, you're just like, why pull that property?
1: You know, actually like that just like gave me like a weird Russian nostalgia. Well, I watched um, these movies yeah. all the time when I was a kid,
0: not knocking them. I mean, I, I like Stuart little was one of my favorite books when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was just sort of like, why now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, November 19th, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, dude.
0: Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to be such a fucking fun movie. No we'll, denying we'll, it. We'll
1: watch it. We'll watch it. I
0: cannot wait to fucking watch that
1: movie. Bo's going to fuck on. Chog on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. I think that's going to be a Netflix show. You know... I've never had a beef with the Resident
0: Evil properties, but it's never been like Words of that... somebody who has a beef with the
1: Resident Evil property. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's just, it's just one of those like I never go Leaving out games. of my way to seek. Like if somebody wants to watch it, like I'm definitely down to watch a Resident Evil movie, yeah. but they're all... Does Mila Djokovic
1: exclusively make bad movies?
0: I feel like now she does.
1: I feel like... When was the last good movie she was in?
0: This, the the Fifth Element.
1: Fuck, she was in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. She was a Lilu. Oh, Multipass. Yeah. Um, um, December 10th, West Side Story. Not gonna bother fucking seeing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't care. It's like, a, I get, I get spoiler it, alert, he dies. I get that it's like a you know, pivotal musical, but what they should really be doing is making that a fucking music. They should just be running it on uh, know. you know, running a stage play version of, get, of that. It's, that blows it's people's dicks off. No, I don't want to go to a so, fucking movie to see it's
1: it. It's so ubiquitous and it's such a classic.
0: Yeah, I don't know. No arguing I don't need, that. I don't need that, no arguing that it's a classic, but it's just like i don't know man i don't want to see a fucking play when i want to see a movie exactly. if i want to see a play i want the experience of going to see I'll a give play them one
1: thing they have a great cast for it totally. and i respect all the actors involved i can't blame them for saying yes to being in west side story i hope it flops
0: like fucking cats that way they yeah. stop making these movies oh, dude, like yeah. they stick to stage plays <laughs> yeah, exactly
1: or like or, or i hope it gets critically panned like aladdin Yeah. The live action Aladdin. Dude, that, you know. There's no
0: need. Like, I didn't really dig Aladdin, but I still think that the actor that played Aladdin got fucking harshed on so hard. Yeah, he did a good job. He did. He did. And there's no reason why that cat shouldn't be working now.
1: No, yeah. there's but, like, no but, reason.
0: But I don't think I've seen that dude. That dude appear. I've seen
1: him in a few things. Ma- yeah,
0: okay, maybe like a couple of things. But I don't feel like he got as much like. Uh, well, I think Aladdin was just not a footing. good.
1: Aladdin was not it was not a good movie. It was a cash grab. Yeah, from the get go. Yeah. What else we got this year though? Uh, Spider Man No Way Home December seventeenth. Of course. Um, we've got that movie's gonna
0: you- blow people's fucking minds. December
1: twenty fourth, we got Licorice Pizza, which looks very interesting. Licorice Pizza, what's that? And the trailer is very funny looking. <laughs> um you got so this is all in the 24th and we thought um, pineapple was controversial who <laughs> um yeah so uh, licorice pizza december 24th the king's man same day oh yeah
0: well you know which movie's gonna be taking the box office but then top here's air. the other thing
1: ooh. same day the matrix resurrections oh shit the matrix you know <laughs> wait we didn't watch the trailer Fuck. oh no we didn't but we we've we've everyone's seen it oh, we have dude we, so that's the same day also, I, oh, I can't the, wait for that movie. The Macbeth movie is on the same day.
0: Oh man, I see. So, Macbeth will be interesting. I bet they're gonna. I bet uh, tonally that movie looks like it's gonna hit. Like it's gonna hit yeah. the tone that you want for Macbeth. Yeah. right? Uh, I again though, I I just I, it, I don't know what the runtime is on is that Sarah
1: Sharon in, in it, right? I believe so. I have to say her name like that. Sure, sure. <laughs>
0: But I, I mean, fantastic actress, by yeah, the way. Incredible.
1: But, but literally everything she's in is great.
0: Has, uh, yeah. Has hit, you know, but it's like, I don't know. I mean that one, I don't think I'd go to the theater. Like I, I don't think I'd go out of my way to the theater to go. Yeah. See it. You know, so I'll I mean? check it out. I'll check it out. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather spend money on like the Kingsman yeah. or, you know, any. Ma- other, the Matrix. The, yeah. The Matrix for sure. Like the Matrix is definitely one. I'm, gonna be I'm going, going to I'm gonna be going, going to, to the
1: movies like every week in December. Dude, it's yeah.
0: Like the rest of this year, they're giving us some good shit. We got some good horror horror coming out this month. We got some like some fun fucking movies coming out in November, December. That is
1: all. That is also ignoring that Hawkeye is a Thanksgiving show.
0: Dude, Hawkeye, like the trailer for Hawkeye
1: hit. Like it really. I I was. I saw it come up and I was like, eh. Dude, I I was I I was, I was down. Yeah, I, I walked, after the trailer. I was like, "This looks like a good time." It's gonna
0: be a good boots on the ground show, and it's gonna also have some nice humor. And like, Bef- I didn't mind the Christmas theme shockingly. I
1: I thought it was pretty funny. Actually. I thought it worked. Like, <laughs> you know uh, what sort of uh, blew my mind? What after the trailer, completely separate. You know who started tweeting fucking quotes? No, from Marvel Comics, from a very specific character, like an. Hour after the Hawkeye trailer dropped, who? Vincent D'Onofrio. I've heard it. I've heard oh rumors, man. My God, I <laughs> heard that he is and, just waiting. And the character that plays Echo posted a bunch of Daredevil shit on her Instagram. That
0: was all I was just gonna bring up, dude. So I've been reading that one. uh Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh my God, I always fuck up his last name. Not, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Uh, so he has been like, not necessarily actively seeking to to come back as Kingpin. But he has literally just been like saying that, like I'm just waiting for Marvel to to come to me. I really want to replay, like play the character again.
1: I want to uh, be
0: back, Vanessa. Vanessa. But I mean, seriously, nobody wants, like, like, ev- nobody wants somebody else as as Kingpin. Oh, he, he was so, so fucking perfect, so good. And but the Echo Show, which we haven't seen anything for yet necessarily. Yeah,
1: apparently early
0: development. The Echo Show, rumor has it, is bringing back the majority of the Daredevil cast. And we'll be reintroducing yeah. them into that, into that, you know, the MCU under that guys. And then maybe branching off into like a, like a follow-up Daredevil season.
1: Dude, I'm down. 100%, man. Like, you know, I, you know, you know the one, like I want Charlie Cox. I want Vincent D'Onofrio. I, want, I can, I'm cool if they recast like Foggy. and. I like the guy
0: that played Foggy, man. I like, he,
1: he, he was, uh, he was from the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the, and the Mighty Ducks and the Hunger Games. Yeah. He, I mean, I, but I think he,
0: I think he did a great job. I, think, I, I, I liked, liked
1: him. And just, Deborah Ann Wall was fine as well.
0: I again, I thought she did a she did a, a good job for for the show. I just don't, I don't think, I think that if they take any of those characters, they got she, it. They have to take them all. Yeah. Otherwise, people are going to be kind of upset.
1: Yeah, I get it. And I know the, I know Deborah Ann Wall has been super, like on, like just like talking about when well, to come back as well. I mean, I
0: also think, I mean not to discredit her as an actress, but I don't think she's been doing very much work since no. then. And so I think that's <laughs> probably one of the reasons <laughs> they're
1: doing another season of true blood. Oh no. I,
0: from what I heard is that she and somebody else are doing a true blood podcast. Oh fuck. So it'll be like, you, you know, know you without know what every member of the office is doing now, you know, he's
1: <laughs> doing a podcast about agents of shield. The girl Who? played Gemma. No, <laughs> oh, No, <laughs> she's not getting any other acting work
0: dude like you don't i don't know that's i feel like that's a bad hole to get into uh
1: you know actually as I, we're as we're recording a podcast <laughs> well
0: we're, we're not on the, part we're of not these the productions on the okay productions.
1: fuck that's different
0: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> don't judge us fucking hot dogs um i <laughs> want to actually that's sort of a wholesome thing to wrap up on fair enough uh actually that actress got married her name's elizabeth Hensridge. oh yes and the whole fucking agents of shield cast was there oh and that's cool. very very wholesome that's and you cool. know where they went on their honeymoon where Tahiti. <laughs> I was like... That's brilliant. I was in, I was like blown away. It was very... For me, something did feel wrong like scrolling through the wedding photos on Instagram mm-hmm. and seeing her with another man and with uh, Ian DeCastica applauding off to the side. <laughs> I was like, this feels weird.
0: I wonder if she makes that dude call her... or If she calls Gemma. that dude Fitz and he calls her Gemma. And...
1: Every once in a while, me and Kate
0: will we'll just go,
1: Gemma. Gemma.
0: I mean, uh I'd say like not to sound too cheesy, but it is very cheesy. Uh me and Nadine at like a Comic-Con like a handful of years ago got like shirts that say like I'm your fits, I'm your I'm your, you know, <laughs> adorable. Yeah, yeah. Adorable. Do you ever wear them? I mean, maybe around the house sometimes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you know, it's uh yeah, that that show still miss it still dude. miss that age of the shield man
1: dude and there's always been rumors about those characters coming back yeah. i keep seeing shit about mac and daisy in secret invasion oh
0: dude it'd be such a good way to plug some of those characters back in you know yeah. even if it's just like four appearances
1: in that series you
0: know, it'd just be cool to, like, the idea that you, as a viewer, get to know that they're, like, wow. operating in the MCU. You wouldn't? know, and
1: that's, and it's the whole thing. We've seen stuff with those characters, like, the whole Marvel's Most Wanted show that fizzled out before it even existed. Oh. Which I like to those characters, and they got written out to make that show, and then they yeah. never did anything. I know,
0: man. It was so lame. It was so lame that that follow-up just didn't work. You it know?
1: Did. What a shame. But uh, we can, we can, we've, we've talked enough about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on, on so plenty of On so podcasts. podcasts
0: yeah uh you know lots to look forward to lots to like keep kind of following up on i would say this podcast is one of them hot dogs
1: (laughs) yeah keep listening man take care um Follow us on Instagram. Go listen to Under Further Review. It's a great show. Follow us on Instagram.
0: Follow us on Twitter. And um, honestly, subscribe to the YouTube. People actually seem to be doing that. So. Great. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> well, we I'm, might, not, we, say, I'm we, not saying I don't know we, why. Uh, I'm just fuck saying, the YouTube subscribers, am I right? I'm just saying, like, you know, it's uh, we'll get more game on there, I promise. Anyway, Hot Dogs, thank you for everything. You're helping us grow. We're growing with you. And... That's it. That's all, folks.